let us pray. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he had testimony given to him that he was righteous, God testifying with respect to his gifts, and through it, he, being dead, still speaks. Hebrews 11.4 Dear Lord, you are worthy of my continual devotion. I want my faith to be like Abel's, who gave the best of what he had in faith. I want to give you my best, Lord, not my leftovers. I want the sacrifice of my time, talent, and treasure to be acceptable to you. Increase my faith, Lord, and give me more opportunities to take leaps of faith so that my life can also be like Abel's, speaking to generations after me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Stay tuned now for another episode of Stories of the Messiah with Rabbi Schneider. God's voice resonated within, warning Cain, If you do well, will you not be accepted? Be warned, Cain. Sin is crouching at the threshold of your heart. It desires to destroy you, but you must overcome it. If I do... Well? Cain replied sarcastically. If I do well? Cain stormed down the hill, determined to leave a distance between him and the Lord. God's word was not a comfort to Cain, but salt to his wounded pride. The further he descended the hill, the darker his heart became. Rage against God was boiling over in his heart. If it is blood you want, Cain whispered, then it is blood you'll get. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stories of the Messiah podcast. I'm Rabbi Schneider with Discovering the Jewish Jesus, here to guide you through an epic adventure through the Old and New Testaments. If you have enjoyed our journey so far, consider leaving us a review and sharing it with a friend. We want the story of the Bible and the hope of Jesus to be spread worldwide. This podcast is meant to showcase the greatest heroes of the Bible so we can understand that their stories are but fractured images of the gospel. 
We can appreciate the stories of people like Noah, Moses, and David. But ultimately, we must see that they are not the real heroes of God's story. Jesus is. Today, we travel back in time when humanity was in its infancy. Adam and Eve are east of Eden, pining after paradise. They have two children, Cain and Abel, who are the first to be born into a world riddled with sin. We will see that sin doesn't take long to corrupt their hearts. Cain is overcome with hatred and jealousy. Abel is murdered, and we are left wondering if hope is lost for humanity. Cain and Abel's story doesn't seem to have any bright spots. But if we look closer, we'll hear whispers of a greater hero than Cain. So let's immerse ourselves now in the dramatic retelling of Cain and Abel. Let's begin. The cave was dark, only slightly lit by the firelight near them. Eve's quiet and determined breaths echoed through the night. Beads of sweat like pearls descended down her brow. Adam knelt beside Eve as her hands and knees pressed against the floor. Is this death? Is this what God spoke of? Eve said with labored breathing. Adam's lower lip quivered. No, Eve. I believe this is life. And with that final encouragement, Eve let out a mighty cry, giving birth to a son. Adam wrapped him in his arms and wiped him with woven wool. We must name him as God named me, Adam said to Eve. Eve rolled onto her back and reached for her son. She cradled him in her arms and stroked his face. His name shall be Cain, she whispered. For through him I have received help from the Lord. Eve pressed Cain against her chest and cried tears of joy. God had promised Eve that through her offspring, the work done by the serpent would be undone. He promised that a hero would come from her line. As she cradled Cain in her arms, she believed wholeheartedly that he would be their promised deliverer. Thus, Cain's ascension as the hope of humanity began. His younger years were spent saturated in the belief that he was the favored hero of God, destined to reclaim Eden. Years later, Eve felt the pangs of childbirth again to bring forth her second son, Abel. Adam held Abel into the air and whispered to God, We are multiplying, Lord, just as you asked. The two boys grew strong under their parents' care. Adam taught Cain how to till the land and the reason for his struggle. He taught Abel how to tend to the livestock. Abel learned to care for the sheep with dignity as a fellow creature and heir of the land. Most importantly, Adam taught his sons how to sacrifice to the Lord. He would take them up the mountain, bringing sacrifices to the Lord together. One day, you will make your offerings to the Lord, he said. You will join us in our mission to reclaim our relationship with God. When the boys were of age and they had become men, it was time for them to march up the mountain on their own and make an offering to the Lord. Cain scanned the crops he had grown. His parents had told him stories of the sacred garden, the paradise they tragically lost. He had done his best to master the land in a way that it flourished, but to no avail. The earth was against him, in competition with him. Yet there was beauty in the struggle, not that Cain recognized it. He was less concerned about the art of cultivation and more concerned with the input-output relationship of farming. He put in the work and the land gave him crops. He saw his sacrifice to God in a similar manner. I will give an offering and God will give a blessing, he thought to himself. He picked some of the berries he had grown in a small garden, along with wild grains he had grown at the base of the mountain. He collected them in a basket, scaled the hill, 
and placed them at the altar before the Lord. He looked around, awaiting a sign that God had accepted his gift. Yet there was nothing, just the silence of the land accompanied by the slight breeze whistling through the hills. Where are you? Cain whispered, hoping God would somehow appear to him. Cain was unsure what he was looking for, but knew he would know it when he saw it. There was only silence. No explanation as to why his offering was not met with an opening of the heavens or a dawning of blessing. Just silence. Cain drug his feet down a small path and sat on a stone, waiting for God to bless him. As he waited, Cain heard the faint bleating of a lamb in the distance. Abel was scaling up the hill, carrying the firstborn lamb from his flock on his shoulders. A dagger was strapped to his side. Tears rolled down Abel's face as he placed the newborn lamb on the altar. He stroked its head and sang it a song. Abel loved every one of his beloved sheep. He had a tender heart and understood the value of the life he would offer God. Abel brought the firstborn of his flock, the best of what he had. It was an act of pure faith. With a steady hand, he slit the lamb's throat and let it bleed onto the altar. He offered the best parts of the lamb to God and sang a song silently to him. The purity of Abel's faith shone through. Cain watched from a distance and waited for something to happen. He waited for God to move, and sure enough, God did. An indescribable shift occurred in the atmosphere around Abel. The favor of God was upon him. On that hill, it seemed as though a sliver of Eden was reclaimed for humanity through Abel, not Cain. Abel descended the mountain surrounded by a holy glow of God's love and affirmation. He was like a trickling stream, joyfully falling from the hills. Cain emerged from his hiding place with his mouth agape. Rage welled up within him. He was not angry at Abel, he was angry at God. Cain was supposed to be chosen, not Abel. He was supposed to be blessed. Cain's entire body shook with jealous rage. Then, interrupting the tense silence, God spoke. Why are you so angry, Cain? Why has your face fallen? The voice said. Cain scoffed. Oh, now you show yourself? He replied crossly. Cain's mind raced with hatred and contempt. He didn't understand why God had blessed Abel instead of him. He was the oldest. He was the one whose name held a promise. God's voice resonated within, warning Cain. If you do well, will you not be accepted? Be warned, Cain. Sin is crouching at the threshold of your heart. It desires to destroy you, but you must overcome it. If I do well, Cain replied sarcastically. If I do well, Cain stormed down the hill, determined to leave a distance between him and the Lord. God's word was not a comfort to Cain, but salt to his wounded pride. The further he descended the hill, the darker his heart became. Rage against God was boiling over in his heart. If it is blood you want, Cain whispered, then it is blood you'll get. Cain sauntered to the pasture where Abel tended his sheep. The sun began to set, and a dark red hue covered the horizon. Sin was stalking at the borders of Cain's heart, ready to pounce. Cain mimicked Sin's predatory movement as he approached his brother Abel. He picked up a stone and held it firmly in his hand. Abel heard something behind him and turned to see his brother coming. Cain! Abel shouted. Oh, my dear brother, I must tell you what happened at the altar of God today. But before Abel could utter another word, Cain pounced. 
he struck his brother on the temple, sending him flying to the floor. Abel bounced back up and tried to run, but Cain grabbed him by the foot and dragged him back. Abel struggled, throwing sand in Cain's face. Cain yelled and threw both of his fists down at Abel. His anger was not directed towards Abel. No, it was directed at the Lord. Blow after blow, Cain threw spite at God by striking his innocent brother. When Abel was too weak to struggle, Cain pressed his thumbs against his throat and finished what he started. Abel's life left him. Cain removed his hands, rolled his neck back, and exhaled quietly. He dared not look up at heaven, but he dared not look down at his slain brother. Cain found himself suspended in a place between guilt and indignation. He buried his brother in that field and stormed back to his home to rest. Abel had been buried, but his blood cried out from the ground. God had seen it all, and he would not let Cain go unpunished. One day, he would end the hatred that consumed Cain. He would send his Redeemer to rid the world of sin once and for all. The story of Cain and Abel can potentially leave us hopeless. This story highlights the contempt that persists in people today. Like many of us, Cain didn't think it was fair that Abel received a blessing from God instead of him. We were given hints as to why Abel's sacrifice was accepted, such as it being the firstborn of his flock. But the reason for God's blessing is not as important as the reaction from Cain. Cain's response to someone else having what he thought was his revealed his corrupt heart. Make no mistake, Cain's crime was not primarily against Abel, no. Cain was aiming his fist straight at God. Many people do this today. They are angry at God and believe they've been cheated by him somehow, so they take it out on others, often innocent people. We see this manifested in random acts of violence, online bullying, and even more sinister acts like school shootings. Eve gave Cain a name that essentially meant, here he is. She thought Cain was the promised child to redeem humanity and kill sin. But Cain wasn't the promised child after all. He was an embodiment of the evil that took over humanity. So who was the promised child? If not Cain, then who? Our ministry, Discovering the Jewish Jesus, aims to find the kernel of hope in all these stories. Where is the hope of humanity? Are we doomed to repeat the cycle of Cain? We shall see. Let's transport ourselves to a different time and place where the grassy plains of Bethlehem swayed on the evening breeze. On a starlit night surrounded by filth, the promised child was born. The stable was dark, only slightly lit by the oil lamp hanging over Mary and Joseph. Mary's quiet and determined breaths echoed through the stable. Beads of sweat like pearls descended down her brow. Is this a blessing or a curse? She murmured to herself. However, she knew it was a blessing. She knew what awaited her on the other side of her anguish. God had foretold this day, and she was determined to step into the promised hope. At her side was Joseph, reassuring and steady. Hour after hour, Mary strained. Finally, her shrieks of distress were replaced with the tender whimpers of her newborn son. Joseph wrapped him in his arms and wiped him with woven wool. We already know his name, he said to Mary. Mary reached for her son and cradled him in her arms. She stroked his face. His name will be Jesus, she whispered. 
the Lord saves. Mary pressed Jesus against her chest and cried joyfully. God had promised that one day the work done by the serpent long ago would be undone. As she cradled her son, she knew he would be their promised deliverer. Jesus' ascension as the hope of humanity began. He was God's true and favored hero, destined to reclaim Eden for all humankind. Jesus would grow to serve those around him. His life would be laid down for the ransom of many. Through his own sacrifice, the blessing God gave him would be imbued onto others. He was God's only begotten son, the firstborn of creation. Through him, Eden would come again. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The promised redeemer prophesied to crush the head of the serpent was not Cain. Cain was corrupted by the same sin that removed Adam and Eve from the garden. He was filled with pride and entitlement and quickly gave in to hatred. Jesus, however, was born into the world of corruption, yet untainted by it. The circumstances of his birth reveal the grand picture of his life. Although he was born in a dark place surrounded by filth, he was pure and undefiled. He lived sinless, overcame hatred, and laid down his life for others. Contrast that to the story of Cain, who out of jealousy murdered his brother. While Cain took someone's life to steal away a blessing... Jesus gave his life to give away a blessing. There is another picture of Jesus in this story, the firstborn lamb that Abel brought as a sacrifice. Colossians 1 tells us that Jesus is the firstborn of all creation. John 1 and Revelation 13 tell us that Jesus is the lamb of God slain for the world's sins. 
The firstborn lamb that Abel brought to God foreshadowed the sacrifice God would bring to redeem us all and get us back into paradise. Jesus is the greater Cain who overcame evil instead of succumbing to it. Jesus is the greater Abel whose death brought life. Jesus is the greater lamb whose sacrifice brought a blessing to one and all. Next episode, we'll immerse ourselves in a dark story. Floods arise, people perish, and the judgment of God rains down relentlessly. Yet there's a beautiful promise at the end of it all, a rainbow, signifying God's redemptive work. Join us next time to discover how Jesus is the greater Noah. Are you interested in further exploring the presence of Jesus in the Old Testament? If so, head over to our website, discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Additionally, my last book, Messianic Prophecy Revealed, Seeing Messiah in the Pages of the Hebrew Bible, could offer valuable insights. You can obtain a copy from my website. If this podcast blessed you, be sure to follow and subscribe so you never have to miss a single episode. And remember to download Pray.com to hear even more great stories and make prayer a priority. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.